0: And they would have had a choice of materials. That's, that would have been the other thing. And, and especially in Sydney here, they would have looked at the tree, taken their time, known when the right time was to harvest that bark. Off the, off the stringy bark would have been the main uh, bark used, but there are other materials that were used, other barks. But stringy bark was the main one. And they would have showed a lot of patience to make sure they got the right tree, took it off at the right time, and make sure they didn't damage it so it would last, as Les said. For as long because they didn't want to be building these things every day. No, so damages the tree, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: Now, I know that um, in round some of these areas on the coast, they use the turpentine, it's a form of stringy bark. And the reason they use that, it was impervious to um, shipworm, and so you could build your canoe and it just didn't need treatment, it never got shipworm in it. So it was very important. But as Shane, uh, as uh, Dean was pointing out. Uh, they wanted them to last a long time because they were very mindful of the environment. And stripping off the bark for a canoe probably shortened the life of the tree significantly. Yeah. And uh, probably knocked it down almost immediately. Yeah.
0: So actually, on that note, um, was the tree only able to be used once? Yeah, they'd that? only they'd only take one sheet. What mm-hmm. they needed from that tree, but the intent was never to kill the tree. And and in most cases, the tree survived, and mm-hmm. it would pretty much just scar the tree. Mm. And it would the bark would fold back into the tree and heal, just yeah. like if we got a cut on our leg, yeah. it would heal itself over time. Over over ten years. Mm. You'd you'd still see that where the bark was taken, but it, it was obvious that that a piece of bark had been taken from that area.
1: Mm.